We first make our habits and then our habits make us. Pay attention to them. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Susan, it's Mindset Monday, and we were texting a few minutes ago, and Susan goes, how about we talk about accelerated massive action? And my answer was... You love that idea, Jesse. I love that idea. So, Susan, and we got lines of habits, accelerated massive action. Tell us about accelerated massive Actually, before you do that, I want to just mm-hmm. commend everyone who's got their camera on you. Kiko, Derek, John, John, Connie, Shelly, Ken, Lakeisha. I'm glad I can see you guys. It's Monday, and I missed you guys. So those of you without your camera on, I'm not giving you a hard time, but like if you, if you can, turn your camera on. Come hang out with us. All right. Now, Susan, tell, <laughs> us, tell us about Accelerated Massive Action. Oh, you know, this is a great topic, Jesse. And happy Monday, everybody. I've noticed it's, it's raining here in Southern California, but I got my power red color on or my, my energy color here. So we're going to get into some, you know, massive action and, and uh, exponential growth. So it starts out, you know, really thinking about, um, you know, your progress. Progress just really is not linear. It really has to do with exponential growth. growth. And what that means is, you know, accelerating forward and taking not just action, but massive action and not slowly, but quickly. Have you ever heard, like, if you go to any kind of a training class or anything you're doing, you decide to adopt a new habit that you want to take action, not tomorrow, but immediately massive action accelerated right away, a step that's going to move you closer and forward to whatever goal you're setting. Have you heard that before? Shake your head. Yes. Okay. Fantastic. So taking massive actions, you know, when you're, there's, um, uh, Tony Robbins uh, comes up with a, a course called Unleash the Power Within. Have any of you been to that? Let me see a raise of hands of some people that have been to that. So there's a virtual event actually coming up March 4th through 6th. If you haven't been to it, you may want to get on it. It's really phenomenal. He really goes deep into this massive action thing because um, you're going to find out that when you set, you can set your goal, just like we set our business plans, right? You, you set things into place, but you know, it really comes into the actions you take and not just the slow and steady. You've heard slow and steady wins the race. And yet there's a lot of distractions that can come up with that. So you want to really make massive action and accelerated um, actions to make sure that these results are going to show up. Uh, I follow the program with Tony Robbins as I bring it up. It's called the RPM. Have any of you heard of the RPM program? RPM. Okay, what that is, is very simple. It's results. Obviously, you set your result, whatever goal you're going to go for. You've got your purpose, which is your why, why you want to attain that result. That's going to be your anchor. But you cannot just stop there. You've got to have a method, a method. And then here's where it can get a little bit crazy. Uh, Even though the RPM is very simple, it can get kind of crazy because we can come up with all these shiny objects that are around us and think, okay, that's going to make this work. And that's going to make this work. And we're going to start down this road, but then we like, oh my gosh, but that looks better. So I'm going to go down that road. So the, if, Constant forward motion is actually going big, but then going small, identifying three of the top actions by taking these actions massively will, without a doubt, get you to achieve your goal. Okay, so 
three top actions. One of the ways you can do that, folks, is just by, you know, in Tony's uh, program, in fact, he'll just turn on some quiet music and he say, pick up a pen, get it on paper. And with every idea that comes to your mind, don't even question it. You write down, you've got a goal and you write down immediately. What do you have to do? What's an absolute must that you would have to do to make this result show up? And you just keep writing. Okay, keep writing because what you're going to find out is it's going to start flowing out of you. This is taking action and you're going to actually make it accelerated action in the next step. Are you all with me so far? Jesse, how are we doing? The artist. Cool. Okay. So I've done this multiple times. I, 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 I've got my, I've got my pen and paper and I wanted to start writing immediately. I'm like, I'm, I'm in, let's do it. Sorry. I'm just gonna yeah. You know, so, so I've done this multiple times because I, here's the thing, folks, you know, a lot of times we know what to do in our head. You know, we kind of know, we kind of know we go through all these classes. We know we need to do this. We know we need to do that, but we really need to get laser focused on your top three that by absolute doing those items with absolute certainty, should you consistently take this massive action and not slowly, but accelerate it every day, that that result's going to show up. So as you write these things down, then that two minutes that, you know, ends and you stop and you look at that paper and you take your yellow highlighter, I call yellow because that's going to jump right out of you. And you're going to highlight the top three because we could have 25 on there. Right. And what's that going to do to us? It's going to overload us and we're not gonna master any one of them, right? So you're gonna take those top three, you're gonna highlight those top three items. And those are the items you're gonna take accelerated massive action on. Get that? You guys wanna jump in on that, Jesse or Theodis? Go ahead, Theodis. You're on mute though, you gotta unmute yourself. Hold on. Hey, Theodis, you're on mute though. And unmute yourself. There we go. Good morning, Theodis. Good morning. You know, I was just thinking about this this morning before the call is I'm able to do so much more today is because before I add something, I simply make room for it. And it, it can be really simple. Like I don't beat myself up or if I have a resentment, I make sure I get rid of that extra baggage because I look at my plate. Right. And I go, wow, if I want to put some more on my plate and I want it to fit, like, what can I get out of here? Like, ooh, those those old greens, they stink. Let me get them off the plate and put in, you know, put something healthy there, you know? And it's the same thing with when I'm planning for my goals. Like, there's no way for me, you know, GSD, you guys know what GSD means, right? Get shit done. There's no, there's no way I can do that at a high level if my plate is full with Clubhouse, Instagram, and Facebook. Combined with my business stuff, my family, it's just not going to work. So before I do identify the things that I want to uh, apply massive action action to, but most importantly, I make room for those things to act, to be added to my plate. Excellent, Jesse. You want to add anything in on that? So before I go on. No, I'm loving it because it's it's the same things I've been thinking about for a while, just in terms of focus. And uh, actually, I will add one thing. Yeah. As you're describing it, because I started to talk about this the other day, and I started picturing a sculptor. And anyone ever seen how a sculptor um, 
like takes like old school i'm talking about like not like adding stuff where they take like a big block of like material and they're like chipping away at it chipping away at it right and suddenly like you see like the head shape come out haven't seen any videos how old school sculptors do this if not check youtube for like three minutes limit your time three minutes all you need but once you get this visual that kind of sounds like what you're describing susan right you just you make this list and then you're going to square and then you're going to going to go and you're going to pick just the top three and you're going to highlight those it's that's like the sculptor right it, it very much is, Jesse. And the thing is, is you, you, you kind of nailed it there because if you think about it, you want the end result already in your mind. You, you got to see that end result. It's like the race car driver who, you know, is, you know, going around, they're like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to hit that wall. I'm not going to hit that wall. I'm going to keep going, but I'm not going to hit that wall. And what are they going to do? They're going to hit the wall, right? Because they're focusing on that. They need to keep, you know, get the end result of what you're doing always in front of you. And then you drill it to your top three musts your top three musts. So you're drilling it down and you're, then you take the massive action on those three musts, but you're keeping that big picture always in mind. That focus is always right there in front of you. Okay. So this, this thing about these mindset Mondays is again, we talk about these kind of things regularly. And at the same time, it's always keeping it to the forefront. What is that big goal that you're working towards? And what are those top three actions you must take on a regular basis? Not just once a week, by the way. You know, not just every now and then. Well, okay, if I do this this week, oh, I might be off the hook next week. I probably don't have to do it so much next week. If I had a great week, I hit it out of the park this week, you know, with all my calls, with all my appointments. But then next week, ah, I had a great week last week. I'm going to back off a little bit. It doesn't work that way. All right. Doesn't, you've got to keep that foot on that accelerator, but stay focused on those three top items. What else do you think could get in your way, though? Jesse, if you're honest, what do you think would get in your way to stop you from that? The, when you get to the method part, we got our result. We got our big why of why we want to do it. But what's going to, what might block that method? Any idea? Other than life. Okay. What else? The, uh, the SOS syndrome, shiny object syndrome. Shiny Ooh. object syndrome. What else? Connie, I see you smiling. You're like nipping. Nip, jump in if you want to. Nip it. Jump in there, Connie. Anything that looks like more fun than what you're currently doing. Right. Those are all the shiny objects that are out there. You know, what about some of the subconscious things that might be happening? Okay. Once again, folks, we, we, if you're on this call, you're a driver. All right. You are somebody who are committed to your business, committed to your success. That's why you do these calls and you show up. You show up when the camera's not on, you show up out there. Right. Say, shake your head. Yes. I want to see everybody's yeses. All right. So here's the things that can happen. Yeah, not only the shiny objects, but some of those, the limiting beliefs that start to pop up, the doubts, the self-doubts, those kind of things. Mm -hmm. And those things can subconsciously start popping up, which is why these Mindset Mondays and Mindset Everydays, not to say Mindset Monday, it has to happen on a regular basis, is so darn important. Okay, it's so darn important. Um, what happens first right in here will show up out there. You can have all your skills, you can have all your action plans set up, but if you're not right in here or in here, it's not going to show up out there. We're in agreement on that? Mm -hmm. So how do, we, how do we get this to happen? Well, things like agent power huddle, things like skin in the game. That's when our groups do something called skin in the game, which is getting on a, a daily 15-minute accountability phone call, which we just set an intention for that day. And it, you can stay on those three. For a while, I highly recommend you do. You don't just jump all over the place. Stay in your intentions until they become what's called a habit. All right. So our habits that we do are critically important to taking this accelerated, massive action and keep you in that constant 
forward motion we're talking about. It's the habits. And you know, it takes 56 days. Have you heard that before? 56 days just to have that habit form into your life, become regular. Have you heard that? Yeah, but I, I got bad news for you, Susan. Go ahead. Uh, you weren't on a call I did a few weeks ago, but I'm reading this book called Good Habits, Bad Habits. Okay. And they actually And they actually said there is really no average, right? That's for like simple things. And okay. most most habits take a lot longer than 56 or 66 days. Could, could be. That's, yeah, that's, this is, uh, these are from, of course, my, this is a great book called oh. Habits. No, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's funny, depending on which book you read. So yeah, I don't know which one's right or wrong, but, but I, they said minimum you're talking 66 days, but some habits could take you even longer. It could. Right? So, so here's the thing. My point being is you can't just do something once or twice or one week and have a great week and hit it out of the park and think, oh man, I got this down. Right. right. Oh no, I, I agree. I agree it with you. What, what I'm be... saying is, but, but even in two months though, people like you got to give, you got to, you got to continue to do it over and over. And what Susan's over saying is so over. spot on. You're spot on Susan. Like it's it just, it's re- repetition. You know, it's just like working out. You have muscle memory, right? Muscle memory. If you're working out, you're going to start to get something called muscle memory. Well, that happens up here as well. Okay, so, um, you know, your habits is, are, are very, very important in terms of what you do to be able to get this constant forward motion going. So a couple things you can do for building your habits is eliminate those distractions, eliminate distractions, okay, eliminate naysayers. If, you know, we've got a lot of, you know, you've got friends and family and you can love your friends and family, but you also need to make sure that you have your circle, just like this group here and our skin in the game and everything else we do. Those are going to be your advocates, okay? And when you're building your habits, it's going to keep you in this constant forward motion. You've got to have that group of people surrounding you that they're going to inspire you and encourage you to move forward versus even though people, you have friends and family that love you, you know, they also just kind of watch, watch you fail without really stepping in and encourage you and rising, having you rise, Okay. So I really want to emphasize that eliminate naysayers. If you've got something that you're doing and somebody's like, Oh, that's not going to work. Or I tried that. And, you know, sorry, but you know, I don't like that. You know, it's not going to work for you. You know, and they're just get that out of your head and stay away from that. Stay away from that. Um, I, I mentioned earlier, you know, in terms of your habits, go big, but then go small. You've got meaning, know what you have to do on a regular basis. Your, your top three, I want to piggyback on the uh, eliminate the naysayers. Now, everybody, Mm -hmm. this is really important. Now, Susan said naysayers. um, Tom Ferry calls them um, energy sucking vampires. I like that better, actually. (laughs) There's another uh, book that calls them cuckoos. And what I've noticed when we decide to change, when we really try to decide to change and level up, a lot of times people that are around us, it makes them very uncomfortable. So a lot of times people will start to project their fears and doubts on you and not support you in taking it to the next level. So just know when you make this commitment to go there, that initially it may find, it may be a lonely place. So that's why it's very important to come to calls like this to get that additional support. Right. I love that. It's very true, you know, and, and uh, they don't intentionally remember that they, they don't intentionally mean to hurt you, but they go into a safe place in their own mind to make uh, again, what Tony Robbins calls, you know, softeners and, you know, telling, well, it's okay. I'll get that done later. And they, they try to say, Oh, you, you, you can do it later too. And that kind of thing, just to make, cause it's their comfort level, it's their comfort zone. And so in, in building these habits, you really need to be very conscious of, you know, 
every little bit about, about that, you know, who you're surrounding with yourself with and making sure that you've got um, very focused top three items that you're going to put into action, that you're putting those habits in place that are going to support those to, to, to take place. All right. Um, a couple ways you can do that in habit formation is it's a very simple set a reminder. Okay. Your little reminders each day, of course, we, we you know, we've got, uh, we've got our calendars. We've, you know, set reminders on top of that. Why would you want to do that? If you have a calendar and you put it in your calendar, do you think that's good enough? Yes or no? Okay. So first of all, a lot of calendars these days are on our phones and you just digitally put it in. Do you know there's a big difference between digitally and inking something? So even still, I still keep, I do my digital. I've got my digital Google calendar, you know, in fact, it shares with my team so they can see my calendar and book appointments and everything else. But I still keep my actually hard copy calendar. And the, the reason why is when you ink something, it means something. It's another trigger within about making sure it's a commitment to getting something done, right? The reminder, the little ping on your phone is just that reminder. It's a trigger, okay? If you're setting up some triggers for yourself. So these are habit formation activities and they're not hard. And yet when they're, but yet they're so, they're so powerful. So when you're taking massive accelerated action to move in that constant forward motion, you're setting up great habits that are gonna support those top three items that you're laser focused on to get that end result. Sound good? So set that reminder. The routine- I can, can, I, can I jump in a reminder real quick? Sure, jump and in. I don't know, I don't know if anyone has, has done this before and I don't have science behind this, it's just for my own life, but has anyone ever set up so many, they got all excited about doing something new and you start set a bunch of reminders and then you start getting overwhelmed by the reminders and you train yourself to ignore the reminders. Anyone besides me ever do that, right? So, yeah. so that's, that's, that's one thing I would just, I would, so I learned for myself personally, I don't know if this is a universal truth, but if I limit the amount of reminders that I'm setting up, right, to just the really important ones, the one or two new things that I'm trying to establish as a habit, because once I establish as a habit, like I've had things on my calendar that for a reminder for a year that I realized, oh, I don't even need, I don't need that. I well, got that's the, what, that's and that's exactly what we're time. talking about is, this yeah. is in terms of setting up your habits, Jesse, but you know, you just mentioned something. What did we talk about in the beginning? Identifying your top three, right? So we're not going to ping ourselves with a first page that we wrote all those ideas that we would go nuts and you would do exactly what you just said. You'd start yep. becoming ignore, ignoring them. And yet the, you know, the, so the reminder is step one of creating your habit. You're inking it, you're making it, you're making it real. You're making a commitment to yourself, to yourself. All right. To take the accelerated action, massive action, you're reminding yourself to do it. And the next part of it is you're getting yourself into a routine. You're following through. Okay. Woo. <laughs> I know this is amazing stuff, huh guys? Following through with that action, because like you just said, okay, now I got the ping. I got to go do my video. I got to make my, you know, my, have my tent, my phone calls and whatnot, but then you ignore it. What's the point? Your step number two on that habit formation is your follow through. And then three, there's a good thing to do is to reward yourself when you follow through reward yourself when you follow through because you know that's going to make you that much more conscious of the habit that you're building and to continue it over and over and over again so reward yourself it could be you know i used to do in my, my farming i started out with uh farming my my neighborhoods every week you know i get out at least you know 500 or 1000 it depends i started out with 500 homes and build it to 1000 and 1500 then to 2000 but i started out with it and every single week i completed that i'd go for a massage all right, because I knew it was done. I knew I got it done. 
Then it got to whenever it closed the deal, it got a massage. You know, just some little reward that helps keep you propelled into that momentum. And, and, at, the, and at this point, Susan is kicking so much butt. She's getting three massages a day. Every, it's just like action, <laughs> reward, action. No, I'm kidding. But, we, but, we, we, I, I change them up a little bit. But now, you know, you get the, you get the gist of it, you know. And, and it's really fun because ultimately, folks, you know, this is what taking accelerated action you know, massive action really means it's it's knowing that end result. It's coming up and being really able to identify not just three actions, but three massive actions by knowing with absolute certainty that you do these things, that result will show up. And you know, we we all have them in our head. If I make my ten video text messages, if I do my x many phone calls per day, ten conversations, I, you know, we have per day on our team, one appointment a week, two appointment a week. We've done our goals. We know what those are but be very laser focused on taking the actions and, ha- and putting the habits into place to make sure that those are going to show up. Okay. Yeah. So, and, and do you have that on your list, by the way, the, the re- reward, is that a part of, part of, part of what you're covering? Cause if not, I want to highlight that. Go ahead. Keep going. God. Okay. Cause, cause that's important guys. That is part of the psychology and the science behind habit formation is you have to reward yourself in either a tangible or non-tangible reward, in either a feeling or something. It doesn't matter what it is, but that's part, that helps wire those circuits deeper in your brain and groove your brain deeper. But that, like those of you who, anyone feel guilty rewarding themselves? I'm telling you, you don't, don't have know. to feel guilty. In <laughs> fact, you are required to reward yourself in some way, shape or form, yeah. or else it's not gonna turn into a habit. That's part of the, the habit circuitry. So it actually is, you, you actually, you just, you have to, I'm, I'm sorry, I've gotta go reward myself. That's part of the habit formation, guilt free. And, you know, and it's, it's like giving your per, yourself permission to succeed at a higher level as well. You know, that's, that's a whole other topic, basically. But, it, you know, it's interesting. Team leads, I know we have a lot of team leads on this call. Uh, when I was leading one of my brokerages, you know, I, I, I had this one amazing, amazing agent and he had a team and his behavioral style on the disc, if you know disc, he was a very high D, but he had a very low I. And so he would always tell me, look, I don't want to be acknowledged at our meetings on, you know, his his production, or he would actually donate to our charities and that kind of thing. And he asked me not to acknowledge him. And finally, one day I, I met with him and I said, you know, you, you got to understand, you also have a team though, that have very different behavioral styles and they work diligently daily to hit their goals. And so you're kind of robbing them from that moment that's going to actually continue to inspire their growth. And he's like, wow, I hadn't thought of it like that. You know, so learn to, you know, you've got it. Everything needs to start within you and then you need to project it out with your team as well. If you're leading a team, you know, you, you reward yourself and reward your team. Can we I, reward, do, I reward uh, my uh, team. We're all, we're all going to the unleash the power within, by the way, by the way, my whole team, uh, little, you know, things like that, that will continue that exponential growth. Can we dig into the self-rewarding? I mean, uh, what are some, I, I'm a practical guy. What are some of the habits that you have, Jesse, or, or Susan or Theos about you know, rewarding yourself. I mean, is it an ice cream cone or is it a new Ferrari or is it a uh, date night or, you know? Well, well it's funny you say that. It's funny. So Theo, I want Theodos to chime in here, but it's funny you say that because Debbie just wrote in the box. She said, I'm rewarding myself with food in the past and that didn't work out so well. Right. So, 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 so I get that. So you got to look at what your rewards are. That is important. And they got to be in line with some other values. Theodos, I see you nodding your head. You what? And then go ahead, Theodos. Oh, I'm a simple, simple pleasure kind of guy. So sometimes my award is just like dancing and acting a freaking fool. And it's so fun. I mean, I feel like, you know, like a kid. And it just reminds me that, wow, this stuff can get real serious, but it also can be really, really fun. So that's just one of the ways I reward myself. Yeah, I love it. 
And I mentioned, I, by oh, the way, I, I still do do my massages, a whole lot of them. I love them. That's, you know, again, I just do. That's always great. been a good thing. I work hard to play hard. I, you know, I mean, we'll book a little vacation, even yeah, even with COVID. I know we had, I had COVID and everything. You just got to be very careful, but I'm not stopping living life. And so, um, you know, that's, I know somebody may disagree with that, but I'm just letting you know, for me, it's, it's, it's really about, um, yeah, you know, I set very high goals. I, you know, I, I have high expectations and standards not for just myself, but for our team, you know, I let them know, look, I don't ever expect anything from any of you that I wouldn't expect for myself, you know, so we set standards. And then when we do them, we play and we do something fun, <laughs> you know, and I think that's real important to do that and not just keep going over and over again and setting, you know, the next goal, the next goal, the next goal without stopping and enjoying the journey. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, once you get to a certain point, it's really, is not about getting there. It's that whole process and the journey of, of the whole thing. Yeah. Do you I'm in the process. hundred percent. But yeah, De Debbie, thank you for pointing that out. And Ken, do make sure in the concept of rewarding it, and it's something that aligns with your values and your high or whatever else you're Absolutely. trying to support, right? So affording some of the food is not doing it for you. Don't reward the food, right? Go reward with, it doesn't even have to be a material thing, right? It could be like Susan just said, time off. But those of you who work seven days a week, a ton, maybe you get, maybe you take off early on a Friday afternoon and that's your reward, right? Or maybe it's just the actual, the completion of the task itself that that feels that completion isn't in a self-reward, that sense of accomplishment, that sense of pride, that, that is a reward too. Those feelings help solidify that sense of uh, that reward pathway and that habit. Take a walk it, and reflect on it. Yeah, th th they all work. You know, and Evelyn just said, by the way, Susan, you explained the importance of the reward really well. So thank you. Thank yeah. you. You know, it's interesting. And and also you try different things, try something new. I will tell you again, we are all so busy in our work and our life and everything else we've got going on. There was um, a wellness retreat. There was only like six of us that were at this. It was just a little small event, but there was a wellness retreat last week and I almost missed it. Why? Well, first of all, I hurt my ankle, but I, you know, I just, so I didn't get to go on the hike doing well now, but either way, I didn't get to go on the hike. I did get to do the yoga and everything else that had to do with it, but it was almost that easy once my ankle was hurt to come up with a, well, you know, I could also go on this appointment, that appointment. I may as well just let them know my ankles hurt. Can't go. Sorry. You know, but I wish I could, you know, excuse, right. I didn't, I actually got there and it was a pattern interrupt in my, in my life. I haven't done something like that in quite a while. And, um, it was, it was phenomenal. So talk about rewarding yourself. You know, we have to, we have to start here and, and feed ourselves in the sense of feeding our soul and, and, you know, and to get us to continue in this constant motion, to get us to perform at that next level. We can't just keep draining the gas tank, folks. We've got to keep filling it and filling it and filling it and keep that result in mind and don't get overwhelmed with all the shiny objects. Your top three, I highly encourage you to do this activity you know, put a little quiet song music on for two minutes and know what that result is. Start writing what absolutely has to take place. What is a must that I must do to make that happen? And then identify those top three accelerated max, massive action on top of it. Um, we have a few minutes left here. So ultimately your life is the sum of your habits. Your happiness is a result of your habits. Your level of success is a result of your habits. Your level of fitness is a result of your habits. And so pay attention to those things. Pay attention to those things. Um, 
we, we did that, that wellness retreat. We did that. I don't know if you heard the wheel of life. Have anybody you done that wheel of life where you see health and spiritual and business and financial, they have you draw a line all the way around to see how balanced you are. Have anybody ever done that before? It's a great, great exercise. And you know what? It made me very aware of something. Um, I teach for LA Fitness. I don't know if you guys know that. And LA Fitness now with the COVID has been closed for almost a year, but I've been teaching group fitness since I was 16 years old. Uh, and now with it closed, my fitness has really gone down. You know, it's got my, and uh, what I noticed on this wheel of life is that when I first got into real estate, before real estate, I managed health clubs. I was in the fitness industry. And I noticed that what I'm neglecting most is my fitness and I've never been a good cook. So we've got some massive action steps I'm taking on that too. But you see how you can really identify if you really spend some time and laser focus on what you need to do. Everything else is going pretty darn good, I'm happy to say. But when I got to that area, I went, whoa, what a flip-flop from 21 years ago when my fitness level you know, was at its peak. And Theodis, that's why I said to you on Facebook this morning, what an inspiration you are. <laughs> so I do have my Peloton. I'm back on it again. I, I love it. I love it. All right. So we, we got, we got one minute left here, guys, by the way, if you've missed some of the old uh, agent power huddles, or if you can't get on in the morning, uh, I, I want to remind you the podcast is live on Spotify and iTunes and we are starting to get reviews and I promised I would read them out loud. I'm not gonna read every single one of them, but wow. Evelyn dropped a review that says the agent power huddle content is highly relevant for experts of the real estate industry. That's you guys, everyone here, right? Who want to grow and be their best for their clients, learn and share and connect with uh, Jesse Z and friends. And I love it. Ah, thank you, Evelyn. That's awesome. awesome. So check it out on space on uh, Spotify iTunes, everyone else's podcast. Susan, this is an awesome topic today. You got anything you want to wrap it up with? Well, you know, the, the just one little last quote, which is, you know, choose your, choose your habits prudently, right? We first make our habits and then our habits make us pay attention to them. I love it. Have and a great day, guys. The Odyssey season, this is awesome. Everyone, happy Monday. We'll see you guys tomorrow. We are here talking about the way you communicate yeah. is what really matters tomorrow morning. So talk to you guys tomorrow morning. Awesome. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.